tonight on Hipstarter Night. Now available on iTunes. Purchases now online at hipstar.ca. The original 1-800-needagimmick.com. Please send your contributions to the Heart and Soul Foundation. It is tonight. Tonight on Hipstarter Night. <laughs> Wednesday, Social Media Wednesday, if you didn't uh, recognize, June 7th, 2017, a week ago, Cornette on his uh, podcast has some up-to-date heat about his uh, arch nemesis, the Vince Russo, you know. This has to be the only reason people are still listening to Cornette's show. You have you have to admit, man, the same reason they're actually regular listeners for Ryback's podcast, we all know they're going to be highly opinionated, and they, they have to be. Because they make their juice seem like it's a shoot. Because if they tried to do another Dave Meltzer, they would have no listens, right? Now, the clip is about Russo apparently writes Vince an email after every TV program. Sharing his thoughts and adding why, if he was still an active writer for the Fed, what he could offer, what he would change, you know? And Cornette just ridicules this. And he says that he's a complete loser for doing this, like begging for a job. I don't know, man. I don't know your thoughts. I I honor it. I love the fucking tenacity. Like, even though he doesn't have a job, he still writes his former <clears throat> employer and tributes. That, that, that's what makes a fucking hard, dedicated worker, doesn't it? No, it, it, it's uh, Vince Russo. Nobody likes Vince Russo anymore, so oh, come on. he doesn't have a job. Well, well, why would he be writing Vince? Like, why does he have to write Vince? Like, uh, you're not in the business anymore. Jim Cornette just was on a network special table for three. He doesn't have to beg to to go on a fucking wrestling show. Vince Russo's not doing anything, Zach. Russo did not want to be on that. He was probably asked, and yeah, he probably had wanted nothing to do with it. So, yeah, he's kind of hiding, but, you know, if he's still up to date watching the product, that means he's studying. That means that he could change, all right? As any human humanitarian if you have a soul jay or a solid belief that people can change and can reflect upon their shitty ways and you know not do the same things twice this man has reached a high and now he's at his lowest he has seen his life at both ends and there's no way he wants to be any lower right I trust so what do you him. want to do with this guy i want to fucking give him a job i like put him in there try him again all right so he had more flops than he had successes but i mean he's trying to I mean, you, you need to book him at Hogtown Wrestling because nobody's going to book this guy is what I'm trying to say to you. Oh, could you imagine? You know, and like Vince's argument oh, is like, you know, uh, the ratings were higher when he ran things yep. as opposed to now. But the fucking ratings were higher. I could turn on uh, Paul Ornor versus Hulk Hogan in yeah. Toronto at, at, at fucking stadium mm-hmm. and it drew 70,000 people. So... What the fuck is he talking about? Well, that was the 80s. He, but he, uh, I want to believe that he knows now, especially if he's been watching every week, should know how wrestling has changed and what sports entertainment has become. It is desperate. Have you seen it's a recent sure. picture of Vince Russo? Uh, it looks yeah. like shit. But he vlogs. You're right. He's a regular social media advocate, right? On a social yeah. media Wednesday. I mean, he's 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 giving out his thoughts, and I, he's creating new ones every day. That makes the fucking best comedians. So you know what? Vince Russo deserves um, to make some money. Is it necessary? Let me ask you uh, a mm. question, Hipstar, and maybe the audience, if you want to pull up somewhere. Is it necessary for a guy that's a show writer okay. to want to generate so much heat and want to be in the spotlight that well. that you know you're you're a show writer? Like, why <laughs> does it, is it necessary for a show writer to be like cutting promos, mm. uh, cutting controversial podcasts, okay, but, pretending well. he's Howard Stern? 
Like, if you need a job, like, why don't you... Does it have to be that you write wrestling? Can you not write uh, a soap opera, a reality show? Friends, can you not sell shit? Even Eric Bischoff and that Jason Hervey fucking kid Mm -hmm. sell their shit off. Like, Russo's doing nothing. Like, emailing Vince McMahon, a 72-year-old man, isn't going to get you anywhere, Okay, bro. You know, you could go work in a sitcom and sell yourself out. Maybe it wouldn't make him happy, Jay. Maybe he just has that passion for wrestling. That's what I'm saying. I don't see the reason why we shouldn't give him a chance. The man wants to work, and at least, okay, at least he's not like fucking Cornette, who's just, uh, he starts off his podcast every time with, now I didn't watch the episode because I can't stand to watch that garbage they call wrestling anymore, but I heard this, and he says that every time, man. It is no longer wrestling. Though wrestling is in yeah, the acronym, You don't need to watch right? it in order to cut a promo. If you can cut a promo, then you uh, know how to do it. So he's you know? doing this and, bad, and, like... And, like, Russo is just like, I don't know what more we dude, can offer you, no, Russo. Dude. No, Cornette, I, I have more heat on Cornette for this, for how he chose to go about releasing this news. But nobody cares about Cornette. No one's going to listen to Jim Cornette anyway. No, should they? You know what? He is outdated, I'm sorry to say. I respect him, but he's old, man. His opinion is old, and he can't even start off his opinionated, hurtful, offensive, and careless hate speech by even admitting that you don't even know what you're talking about. He says that right away. I don't watch it, but, and that's when you fucking, your opinion is not valid, bro. I find so it interesting that Vince Russo does his uh, daily podcast like mm-hmm. it's up every day, and mm-hmm. he's got one sponsor, ShaveForLess.com. Yeah, well, he, like he's not making any money it. doing this. Ah, well, if he's making more than uh, than Russo, then that something needs to change because at least somebody's being creative and absurd. But that's what being a creative writer is all about. You think outside the box, and it's disrespectful to wrestling. But I mean. There's shows like, especially okay, in Canada, well, that you know, you have to respect. Uh, that, that, that's your opinion, fantasy booking. I think that you should take your entire Hogtown Wrestling production, Ooh. give them the book, give them the barricades, the rages, you know, Lionel Knights, the Christopher Bishops, give them everybody, you know, Nick Watts, mm. and, and, and uh, let's see what Russo can do. Give Russo a job. You got to give Russo a job. Put your money where your mouth is, Hipstar. Okay. You know what? I think it's worth it. We have uh, tons of content up there, and if he wants to watch it, then try it out, okay? You're not going to like it. Well, you might not like it, too. You, but you might He's see possibly. He's a man that, 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 you know, beat Vince. You know, this is a man that wrote for Nitro, TNA, and WWE. Like, yeah. he... That's well, not like Hogtown, but... <laughs> well, maybe try. You know, if you want to come to Toronto, man, you're more than welcome to stay on my wrestling mats. I'll I mean, he is here. a friend of uh, Glenn Gilberti, so he may like Eddie mm. Sabalucci. Well, right? Yeah, the Sapster. Right. Noons! Yeah. Yeah, but uh, there's potential out there, man. And uh, maybe it doesn't have to be in the, the major leagues, the big product anymore. Um, I know you need to make money. Maybe you can reach out and pick something out of the dirt and make it unbelievably huge. And don't sell out. Don't do that stupid indie wrestling, man, all right? They just want to kick each other every match. No. Make a Vince show. Vince just want to, uh, like, sell you on the fact that he's a, con- a consultant. Yeah. So he doesn't have to fly into town, and he can just do this from his laptop. That's great, then. He could just... And, and you know what? Uh, like, a guy grand. like Hunter would love it. Because he loves the advice. So, like, he would sit there and absorb everything Russo that Vince Russo saying. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So maybe you should hook this up, because it's an easy payday for Russo, really. Because Russo... 
if you're listening, you can just say whatever you want to this guy, and he'll just go do it. That's you true. get paid. That's true. It's greasy Parkdale money, but I mean, it's still in coin. Right? But you know, if we bank. had Russo, we could become number one in the ratings on Rogers, mm-hmm. and that's important. I don't know. I don't mean to to completely hate on Jim either, but uh, just want to say, make money off the old days, all right, and leave the writers who actually want to improve. And change how the product is doing alone. Just leave it alone, man. Shit. Oh, well. Getting heated on a social media day. All right. Um, it's fine, Amstar, but you know. Oh, I missed uh, the show. You cannot take away the um, legendary stories of Jim Cornette and mm. the Midnight Express. Mm-hmm. And that's something okay. that I find very foul that, you, you know, still history, you're yeah. turning on Jim Cornette when he managed one of the greatest tag teams in the NWA. Well. That's absolutely true. He also uh, managed the Heavenly Bodies, so I, I don't know what to believe. Who? <laughs> exactly, right? It's a shame. It's a damn shame. What are you going to do when you live in a Isn't that Chris Candido? He died, didn't he? No, they, they were, weren't the Heavenly Bodies. They were the guys with the bad mullets, and like mm. the one guy would win. Yeah, Tom Pritchard. Yeah, Tom Pritchard. Yeah, yeah. They were the Heavenly Bodies, yeah. And Cornette would just scream. And he still screams, but you know what? You don't have to be as bitter. That's what the mark is for. That's what the fans for now. The modern smart. You wonder, like, if mad. Cornette on the road got like rats and shit. Like he was, he'd been on the road forever. He's never had a oh, job hell ever. No, he's loyal to his wife. All right, he's a loyal man, humble. I married to my wife for thirty-three, seventy-four years. And let me tell yeah. you, I would sit in that room and I would tell him, "Fuck you." I would say that to him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, man. Yeah. Whatever, we just, um, we're, I missed the show. We we're coming off from a high of like a busy uh, weekend, and I got another one coming up where I'm getting married, but um, you know, we can talk about that. It's going to be great, and it's going to be at the Rock Pile, so uh, maybe we'll do a live toast. I asked Jay to carry me off to the wedding, and he doesn't want to do it, so maybe I'll just show up no. by myself. Maybe I'll just uh, show up by myself. I just don't understand you. Told you this is a big moment for me, but yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a gay wedding. Oh, it's something on. I don't support. I support Donald Trump Stop and his it. administration in a lot of uh, <laughs> cases, and okay. I just don't feel that as a draw. Like, I'd, why am I going to be on a show that you know? We're talking Comic Con, Hogtown this past weekend, it's and like us. coming up uh, some of the big shows with Dan Severn, and mm-hmm. you know you're no, going to be just, marrying yeah. Freddie Mercurio, yeah, and pretending to get that over. It's a, it started to a beautiful re- relationship, and the promos I've gotten been getting out there, I love them. I'm really motivated for this, so uh, it's going to be a big day in my life, and I'm never going to forget it. Probably get something uh, tattooed on me to remember it, like a wedding cake. Yeah, I don't think it's going to get over Hipstar. Well, I'm just trying to be honest with you. Thanks, man. Hey, whatever. I still got uh, the bookings, and now Oshawa wants to run twice a month, so I'm going back at the end of the month, so uh, that'll be uh, cool. You know, the kids there are fucking mean, but you know, I don't want you raising your kids to be, you know, little shits. I hate to say, but they were really yeah. cute, and I like talking to them, so, like, collect them. I, I've never had a, a good experience in Oshawa. Like, the fans, it's the same fans I've been seeing for years, and mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, you know, a lot of these workers and the boys keep talking about the schwa, like, it's like you're such a great territory, but... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They're don't not know. very bright. It's a fucking well, dump of a shit town. They don't get a lot over you know? there, you know? They don't even have a Papa John's. It's tough. No. It's a tough life. 
Basic yeah. cable all the time. Fuck the Schwab. Fuck the Schwab. Yeah, all right, but I like going back and visiting every once in a while. And uh, yeah, I'll be going. You know, I, I enjoyed my bookings there too. But like Sean Murley, uh, mm. obviously doesn't want to book me again, and you're not stepping up for me where I could manage life of the party. You know, and, well, uh, I could barely get booked. Oh, I I wouldn't be there if it weren't for uh, for Landry man. I uh, yeah. So that's I, I'm grateful for that. And he he liked the GCW days, which I couldn't have done if it weren't for Screech. So I'd like to uh, thank you, Screech, for a lot. He's got gone completely insane now, and um, I think I made him mad uh, on on Sunday. So he won't return my messages. So I'm, I'm worried about that. I hope we get along okay, you know. But when you're don't, a crazy don't person, worry about it. yeah, when you're crazy, fuck. Well, don't worry about it. Who cares? He probably doesn't have free Wi-Fi. <laughs> but I'm not like you, or I'm just gonna throw away friendships, okay? I'm a, I, I, I'm well, he's not that good of a friend. I'll tell you that right now. Like uh, yeah, well. Screech, in a lot of ways, is is in business for himself, and mm. uh, we know that. So we all I mean, are, though. All right, I mean, we didn't see that in all our friends, like Whitey and all that. But to, you know, you, you gotta act like that, man, because you gotta survive some somehow. It's tough out there. Why did it take till now to realize that this is a second job? I'm fucking responsible with this. I mean, save your fucking money. No, you don't have to go out to Swiss Chalet with the boys after. You can say no. You can just say no. It doesn't matter if Rennie's there. All right? Swiss Chalet's overpriced anyways, and you're not going to feel full in the next two hours. So fuck it. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hey. Uh, a lot of the production has been going ape shit. In hmm. Studio C. What has, yeah. Well, yeah. How so? so? You okay? Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I've, been, I've been, like, doing uh, overdubs and fucking voiceovers for pilots and shit. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's That's just, like, none of this stuff's getting off the ground. <laughs> you just hate seeing you know, letters, I, yeah. I, I just, like, like it's, it's Hutch, man. I, I don't want to drop names, but it's Hutch. It's, like, the bothering me to fucking keep driving to Toronto to do these voiceovers for yeah. these shows that aren't getting off the ground. I don't know what more to do. Like, like, uh, what? Like, fucking, I think the... Well, it's still for the internet, and the internet's bigger than cable, man. It's larger than life, so the internet's important, too. Yeah, and I got some big news coming up on, like, Priestens and Tridius edits. Okay, wait. Fight TV, the Fight TV app, so episode one is up, a 40-minute show. If you want to go back and look at Hudge's old footage. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, he must put be up livid. by Preston. <laughs> <laughs> he must be pissed. <laughs>